Welcome to Imran's podcast, episode number 20. This is your host, Suman Silwal. Don't be intimidated by the longer distances or what people tell you about them. Visit Imran's.com to listen to our previous podcast episodes, links to our social media channels, discount codes, and more. I'd like to welcome Andrew Miller to Imran's podcast. Andrew, how are you doing today? I'm doing really well, thanks. How was your summer? Oh, my summer's been great so far, yeah. I had a great time running here in Flagstaff for Western States, and then I got to do some backpacking trips with my family, and now I'm back here in Flagstaff, but it's all just been great so far. How's the backpacking went? The backpacking was really good, yeah. We did one, I guess it was two, a two-night trip in the Three Sisters, and that was a lot of fun. And then just two or three weeks ago, um, we were up in California again in the High Sierra, and that was a lot of fun. We went backpacking out of bishop for about a week and that was it's just beautiful up there so that was awesome do you do a lot that during the summertime yeah every year we try to get into a long backpacking trip we've done it probably the last 10 years with my family is uh just try to get in a week-long backpacking trip and it's always been a lot of fun that sounds a lot of family fun talk to us about your running journey how you started running and that will lead into Western State as we go forward. I probably started running close to 10 years ago. Um, initially, initially, I just was kind of running just for fun. On, I played a lot of soccer, so that was kind of my main thing till I was probably 15 years old. But I would start doing some running with my mom. Um, a lot of the times I'd run with her before school. And it was just fun to run with mom and kind of spend some time with her. And I also was starting to enjoy running quite a bit, so that was fun. So that's how I initially got into it. But I ended up uh, doing an ultra when I was 14 years old, which is pretty young. And kind of how that came about is I was doing a lot of running with my mom. And I kept running um, kind of more and more with her and doing some longer runs. And finally, I was doing just about all the runs that she was doing. So then my parents said, well, you should sign up for Mackenzie River. And I thought, well, I guess so. We'll see how it goes. And I signed up, ran the race with mom, and, you know, I finished, and that was pretty much pretty much all I could hope for that day. So that was a lot of fun, and that's how ultramarathoning got started for me. Do you do any distance less than ultramarathon? You know, I've only run one race shorter than an ultramarathon. No, I've run maybe two or three races less than an ultra. I've done a 15K and a 25K. But for the most part, the ultramarathon is kind of, the distance I'm most comfortable at. So that's kind of what I stick with. What is your best distance you like to run? That's hard to say. For me, it's kind of been, it seems to be the longer the distance, the better. So I'd have to say 100 miles, but I've only done three of them. So it's kind of hard to say. What are those 300 milers you have done so far? Yeah, I've done Pine to Palm 100 in Ashland, Oregon. I did the Bighorn 100 out in Wyoming. And then I just did Western States earlier this month or earlier this year, I guess. So at at UAs, people are just starting to run ultra, or at least they're running. So how how does that work, whole transformation work for you? Yeah, I think I got into it really young because my mom started running ultras about 12 years ago. And yeah, as I was saying, I guess my brother and I used to bike a lot with her when she was doing some training. And then I kind of wanted to start trying to run with her just to see if I could as much as anything. So I think just starting to run with her at a young age... um, just kind of got me into the ultra sooner than most people but I think the other thing the other thing that kind of got me into it younger was just doing a lot of hiking when I grew up 
And just being out in the woods all day, moving all day, kind of made the ultras seem just a lot more doable for me than they would for other people. I guess it was a fit for you, all the things you, you have done or you did up to that point. So Exactly, yeah. It was a great fit because I like to run. I like to push myself and see how well I could do. But then also from the hiking background, I just love being outside all day. And that's kind of what an ultra is. So it kind of, it kind of um, encompassed pretty much everything I love to do. So it was really a great fit for me. So as you were trying to build build up your miles and build up running ultra distance runs, especially training for 100, what were your struggles during those times? You, did you think that you will be able to do 100? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I guess going into my first 100, I didn't really think about it too much. Um, I just tried to, I don't know, I just tried to be relaxed and have fun with all my training and not worry too much about um, how far the race was going to be. Um, I wasn't too worried because I did a 50k first and then I did a 50 miler and that went well. And I had done a 100k as well before the uh, 100 miler and while I was definitely tired when I finished those races, I also knew if I'd run them a little bit slower, I'd be able to keep going. So I wasn't too intimidated by the 100 mile distance, but still, um, it was just, it was a big challenge. So I had to um, just be patient with myself on race day and I ended up training really hard for it. And that's, I think, why it all worked out. How old were you whenever you ran your first 100? I ran my first 100 when I was 17. Wow, that's really young age. Yeah, yeah, we had to actually ask the race director if he'd let me in just because they want most of the runners to be 18 years old. But my parents were able to sign a waiver, and that's how I got to run the race. That's very interesting. Do your parents, they crew you and support you during, during this event? Yeah, my parents are pretty much always crewing me and supporting me during these ultras now. Um, and it's, yeah, it's great to see them out there for sure. It's a huge motivation to see my parents at an aid station. Um, I guess the only thing I regret is if I'm having a good day, I might see him for like five minutes all day until the finish line. So I kind of regret not being able to spend a little bit more time with them on race day, but that's how things go. That's the nature of running races, you know. It you know. is. Yeah, you can't really stop. So you're inevitably not going to spend much time with people. Definitely. So talk to us about your Western State experience. Yeah. So Western States was... Um, probably by far my best race so far. And I'm, yeah, just really proud of everything that happened. Um, super excited that I was able to run as well as I did. Um, but also just really happy that I got in so many good runs going into the race because as great as the race day was, um, just kind of the journey getting there, all the training getting there was just as nice as anything really on race day. How did you train for Western State? Obviously, it's a 100 miler, so you kind of got to do a lot of running. So I kind of slowly built up my volume throughout the year, but I didn't keep probably once I hit close to 100 miles a week, maybe between 100 and 120 is kind of where I topped out. Um, and then I started to focus a little bit more on quality. So I'd get in, I'd try to get in usually two fast runs a week and kind of one longer run a week. And then the other days were just kind of dictated by how I was feeling. If I was feeling good, they might be a little bit harder than if I was feeling tired. But really, I tried to use those days as recovery days, so I'd be ready to go on my harder training days. So whenever you train for longer miles or longer days, how many miles are you talking about? 
Yeah. So, I mean, my long run, I usually kind of keep track of things in hours. So it would be usually four or five hours, sometimes a little bit longer, just depending if there is a specific loop or something I wanted to do. But then the faster days, they'd be really short. I mean, usually about an hour, not much more than that, just so I could get in just some really quality work, um, run really hard for just a little bit, but make it short enough that it could be pretty much maximal running. And then the other days would be usually between two and three hours of running, but not too hard of an effort, just trying to keep it comfortable, but also getting used to just doing more volume, um, just so your legs are used to that kind of volume because 100 miles is a long way to run, so you have to work on your efficiency and just being able to handle that distance as well. Do you also try to run back-to-back runs and whenever you do these trainings? I've heard a lot about people trying to do back-to-back long runs. Um, I've never really fit them into my schedule that well, and I don't know. The couple of times I have done them, it's just hard to say how beneficial they are for me. Um, I think they've, I know some people have done them and if they've worked, uh, really well for them. But for me, I guess the biggest thing is I just never, haven't ever really fit them in, in the past. So I didn't try to fit them in before Western States. I tried to kind of stick with what I knew what worked and I ended up not really doing any back to back long runs, but I think it might be something I'll look into a little bit in the future. For now, it's working. What what you're doing right now? So what? Why change? Correct? Yeah, yeah. I might toy around with it a little bit, but that's kind of the thing. I kind of know what works, so I try to stick with it. Obviously, I tweak little things here and there, but for the most part, I try to keep it keep it the same as what's working. Definitely. I I had a question along the same line. Uh, somebody was asking me to ask you in ultra runs. You hear that uh, about older participants who work for years to having the most success. So do you credit anything for your success in this young age? Yeah, um, I would just say the bottom line is you just really have to be, I guess there's two things. You have to be willing to work hard. Um, just on the, some days are going to be hard to do and you're going to have to work hard on some of those long runs and some of those fast runs. And you just have to be willing to work hard and just be determined to stick with, uh, stick with what you need to do. But you also just need to be consistent. You need to do, or you need to be running pretty much every day and just stay consistent with your training and just be focused on the goal you have for yourself. And I think, um, I think if you train consistently and focus on your goal and work toward it, you're going to be able to run really well. And I think, at least for me, that's what I credit as the reason for most of my success is just, um, just working hard at it and sticking with it when things get tough and just being consistent on a daily basis with my running. So you think the age has to do something with it too? Yeah, I've always kind of wondered how much age plays a role into it. I know that, I mean, with ultra marathoning, there's such long races, you end up doing quite a bit of training volume just to get used to that distance. And I hear that young people recover a lot faster than older people. So I'm curious if maybe being younger has allowed me to recover faster and be able to uh, kind of train at that higher volume, that higher intensity. But I don't know. I think some of that is also your body kind of adapting to your training. So I can't really say for sure how much age affects affects your running. But 
just being young and new to the sport or relatively new, I guess I've been in it for five or six years, but kind of new to this top level of competition. Um, it just makes you excited to go out and train. So I think maybe if you've been in it for 10 or 15 years, you don't quite have the excitement that I have now, but it's hard to say again. We may have to follow you through your journey as, as you get older in this ultra running, see how that all works out for you. Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty excited to see what the future holds as well. Um, I feel pretty confident that, I mean, I feel confident that I can keep improving. So that's always exciting for me. And I think that's a big motivation for me just to get out every day is that I'm confident. I know how to keep improving. So I just need to put in the work and I don't know, it'll be exciting to see what I can do in a few more years. So the next question that I have Somebody was asking me as well to ask you, all this attention that you have received being the youngest winner of Western State, so does it change what you are trying to do before this summer? I wouldn't say the, uh, I wouldn't say like the media attention after Western States has really changed my goals at all. Um, I still, I guess the bottom line is I just want to be the best runner that I can be. So that's still my main goal. But my run at Western States really opened my eyes um, as to how fast I am right now. Um, I didn't, I mean, I knew I could run pretty well at Western States, but to actually win it really opened my eyes to, to the fact that I could actually win Western States, which is pretty incredible. So I think, I think more than anything, it's kind of changed my short term goals. Um, I've decided to probably try to run a few more competitive races sooner than I would have if I hadn't won Western States. And just try to see how I stack up with that top-level competition in other races instead of just Western states. Yeah, I think it's just kind of caused me to focus more and look more for um, the really competitive races, I guess, than just running any race. I'm sure things change for you, and that's exciting for you and your family to see you grow suddenly, to, to be in that spotlight whether you want it or not, but now you are in spotlight. Definitely go out and train and do better in the next race. will be really interesting to even for us to watch. So, Yeah, for sure. And I'm pretty excited to see how things go. Um, and just knowing what I'm capable of now has kind of inspired me a little bit to just go out and train a little bit harder to see if I can do it again, you know. Definitely. Not only that, I think you have inspired a lot more younger people to go compete in a longer distance like what you have done yeah and that's that's great to hear um that's kind of one of the reasons i like to run as well as is just to inspire people um i know how good running's been for me how much it's allowed me to relax and allowed me um just to clear my mind when life gets stressful and i really hope a lot of other people can find that and i kind of hope to inspire some young people to get out there because i think I think a lot of young people could benefit a lot from spending some time out in the woods running and just help them relax and just be more comfortable with life. You don't do any kind of training for the road trainings or you, most of your trainings are involved only trails or is, is that how it works for you? Yeah, I pretty much run exclusively trails and I guess like dirt roads or fire roads, just things in the woods. I never run on any um like pavement or um, like a track or something. I guess I might run on just a little bit just to get to a trail, but that's about it. I just try to stick to the trails because that's what I enjoy. So, 
I mean, so I'll stick with what I enjoy, and if that changes over the years, that'll be what it'll be. And definitely, it's going to change as I interview more and more people. The goals and the things that what they want to do changes. So it, it will change, but but at this time, you're excited and you're motivated to do what you're doing. So that's exciting to hear that. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the future will hold, but that's kind of the biggest thing for me is I just want to. Um, achieve what I want to achieve now and just kind of let my um just let what I want to do right now decide what I end up doing right now instead of worry about where I want to be in five or ten years I kind of worry about where I want to be right now and that's kind of what I aim for living in the present moment that's that's a great thing to do as a trail runner we have to do that because if not we're face down on the woods exactly yeah yeah and I think I think a lot of what's kind of really helped me um, focus on living in the present moment is um, I used to play a ton of soccer, and I thought that was gonna I thought that was gonna be what I was gonna do for the rest of my life. Is that would be like my main sport, what I wanted to do, but that changed. So I'm realizing like, well, I don't know. I don't really see it happening with running. Uh, just kind of losing the passion to run, but that's kind of what happened with soccer and. It was kind of a surprise for me because if you'd asked me like a year or two before I stopped playing, you know, that would be like the last thing I'd think would happen. But that's kind of what's, um, I guess I realized that can happen. So I just want to have as much fun with running right now as I can. And if it lasts forever, that's great. And if it doesn't, that's fine too. But I just want to enjoy it now when I can. So right now you moved your passion for soccer to the, to running. That's how what it sounds like, correct? Yeah. So I played soccer um, through, I guess, my junior year in high school. But yeah, really junior year, I was pretty much done. Um, I'd played a ton of soccer before then, and it was really, that was really kind of the main focus in my life, I guess, was just to be the best soccer player I could be. But then, I don't know, I just lost the passion to play. There's definitely some factors kind of contributing it, but I think some of it was I was just I was just didn't want to play anymore. So that's kind of when I really switched my focus to running. And yeah, running's really been my focus since. It's been a lot of fun doing it. But I guess I've I just not just quitting soccer has really given me a new perspective on just on how how life goes. Definitely. Maybe you will come back to soccer in the future, just to cross train or something like that. So Yeah, yeah. I still like to still like to kick the ball around a little bit, but I yeah, I don't know if it'll ever I just I just kinda lost the passion to like really compete, really focus on it. But it's yeah, it's definitely fun to just get out and kick the ball around a little bit. Switching the topic a little bit, do you use any nutrition plan for races or even everyday training? Yeah. For me, my race day nutrition was uh, it was pretty simple. Uh, I was just eating gels about every 45 minutes for the first half of the race. And then about one every half an hour to 40 minutes in the second half of the race because I was pushing a little bit harder in sections. So I knew I needed to be taking in a little bit more calories in the second half of the race just so I didn't bonk at any point. Um, but yeah, I really just ate gels all the, the whole race. Um, and that was that's what was working for me. I was um I guess I was prepared to change if I needed to, but as long as that kept working, that's what I stuck with. Unfortunately it it was working all the way to the finish line, so that's what I stuck with for the whole race. 
And especially those 100 miles, what works for you, you got to keep on going at it. Even those shoes, you, you don't want to change if it's working for you. Exactly. Yeah. If it's working, you just got to stick with it, especially with eating in a 100 miler, because I know so many, so many people who've had stomach problems at those races. So I was just thankful I had something that was working and it kept working. So I figured, you know what, it'd be silly to try to change it up because things are going really well right now. So that's what I did. Talking about Western State a little bit more. So how do you like those terrains? I have never run in Western State, but I would love to go there. Talk us about how did you perform in, in those different terrains? Was it difficult for you at certain points, some certain places, or in easy in, in different places? Yeah, for sure. Um, there's definitely there's definitely a big variety of terrain. Um, the first, I want to say 20 miles or so, you're kind of running along it's kind of ridge running up high and just kind of running along the crest of a ridge. There's some rocky sections up there, but it's mostly rolling side. I kind of like the steeper technical terrain. So yeah, I had a lot of fun in the rocky sections up there near the start and I managed to run pretty well in the rolling sections too, but definitely um, probably my favorite spot of the course was the canyons from last chance to, um, Michigan Bluff because you got a couple steep descents and steep climbs there and that's kind of that's what I like to do the most is the steep descending and the steep climbing so that was a really good section for me I had a lot of fun there and it was still early enough in the race I was feeling pretty darn good at that point so I had a lot of fun running pretty fast through there um some of the tougher sections of the race were really really like the last 20 miles once you leave Greengate because there's a lot of rolling trail along there and it's all pretty smooth and that's really um, just not my strength, this smoother, faster running. So that's definitely something I'm hoping to work on. But it was also, I also knew that if I had worked on that a little bit more, I could have been running a little bit faster through there. So that's kind of what I thought of the course. Um, definitely a lot of awesome sections and a lot of beautiful views but also really a great variety of trails. You have to be a pretty well-rounded runner to run well at that race. The speed that you ran at the Western State, was there any any time that you felt like, you know, you wouldn't be able to keep it up? That's hard to say. Yeah, there's definitely times when uh definitely times when you're feeling really tired, that's for sure. But for the most part, I felt like I felt like if I worked hard all the way to the finish line, I'd be able to maintain my pace. Um, yeah, there's a couple sections like between Forest Hill and the river. Um, one section in there was pretty hot. Um, just kind of a slight uphill rolling trail there. And that was a tough section for me because it got really hot. And I don't know, that was a hard section to just keep moving well, but I did my best to keep moving. I think my pace probably dropped off a little bit. But you also just have to be ready for um, those tough sections in these longer races because you're not going to get through one of them without any without any tough sections. So I knew that's maybe a tough section there, but hopefully I'll be able to run better um, later on when I'm feeling a little better and it's a little cooler. Andrew, are you ready for Emron's sprint round? I am ready. What type of shoes do you wear? I wear the uh, Solomon S-Lab Sense 5 and occasionally the S-Lab Sense 5 Ultra, soft ground. Do you use any types of GPS device? Yeah, I use a uh, Sunto Ambit 3 
What type of hydration plan do you use to train a race? Um, in a race, I usually try to drink. I really focus on drinking to thirst, but I usually end up drinking about half a liter an hour. And in training, I drink a little bit less just so I get used to being a little bit low on um, just low on hydration. In case that happens in a race, I know what it'll feel like. Do you carry bottles or do you carry a backpack? I just use uh, bottles. Um, I use a, usually a vest or sometimes a waist pack for my bottles. But yeah, just try to keep it pretty simple. Definitely. I'm a bottle person. Are you a downhill racer or uphill climber? I kind of like a little bit of both, although I'm probably a little bit stronger. Well, I don't know. It's probably about even. What is your favorite race so far? Western states I've had a lot of great memories from, but I would also have to say going out to the Bighorn 100 last year was also an incredible experience. Do you follow any specific training plans? I know you talked about it a little bit earlier, but in, in day in, day out, do you have any specific training plans? Yeah, I kind of have a pretty good idea what I'm going to do every week or every day. But I also just try to keep it pretty flexible. Um, I don't have a coach, so I'm kind of the one who dictates my training. But I try to have a kind of specific plan, but I'm also pretty flexible because if I'm feeling too tired, sometimes it's not worth trying to run hard. What is your fastest 50K? I ran 355 at the Gorge Waterfalls 50K two or three years ago, although I think the course was a little bit short. So the fastest 50K I know that was a full-length course is just over four hours. That's fast. What about your fastest 100? 100 miler? Yeah, it'd be my Western States time for sure. Is there any race that you like to run that you haven't run yet? There's definitely a lot of races out there I'd like to run, but probably... At the top of the list is Hard Rock. Um, it really appeals to me because it's just a big mountain race, and that's really what I love is being in the mountains. And there's a ton of climbing and descending, which is what I like to do. So, it, I mean, I'd really love to get into that one. Hard Rock sounds like top of all the ultra runners list. That's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> Before we conclude our interview, I would like to give a word of advice to young runner out there and talk about running and motivate them to go not only the shorter distance even go to ultra distance you know i'd say to all the younger runners um kind of the most important thing is just do what you love and don't be intimidated by the longer distances or what people tell you about them because if it seems like something you want to do i think you should just go ahead and do it i really think if it's something you really want to do really anything in life if it's something you want to do you should just go ahead and pursue it because now is the time to do it when you're young. That's when you have time. So just go make the most of it every day. Sounds like a great advice, Andrew. Hope to see you somewhere racing soon. Thanks for your time. Thank you.